welcome to Barbatas Catholic Podcast. You are listening to Barbatas Catholic Podcast, the best podcast with two hosts that were born in Mexico mm-hmm. and recently became U.S. citizens. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Because, <laughs> you know, I think that's we can make that a thing um, now. Um and uh, can you imagine if there's like a category of podcast that you actually win in that category? Yes, <laughs> it's like um, I was uh, I was uh, listening to some video on YouTube that talks about uh, KDP Kindle Direct Publishing or something like that. Mm-hmm. That if you can become a bestseller in your category, you get ranked higher. Okay, so it's like. Well, you just have to create your own category and then you can become a bestseller. There you go. You know, could be. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll let you know when we publish our ebooks. Um, yep. We should get on that. Anyways, speaking of, um, I had this idea when I said uh, recently became U.S. citizens. We should make a spin off podcast called The New Americans. So we're going to be like day 243. I had Texas style barbecue. <laughs> you know, I had my first sloppy Joe. What's the most American thing that you have done ever since you became a citizen other than voting? I I, I got to say country music. Country music? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird because I, I never really cared for it. It was like the rancheras for me or not rancheras i like rancheras but like corridos for me country music was in the same category as corridos Mm -hmm. i used to listen to it because like family members on on carolina's side sometimes listen to it and i'll be like i would say it's very different and oh man i think i i got a little bit red here back here when i became a citizen (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is funny because uh, yeah i don't i don't tan i become a, a shrimp and then uh, mm-hmm. i grow new skin um that is funny i think that the most american thing that i've done ever since i became a citizen is becoming a 3xl size on a t-shirt just kidding <laughs> just kidding <laughs> but maybe two and a half we really need to like. I need. I really need accountability. And we're gonna mm-hmm. do an, like a, a spin-off of the spin-off. You know, we always talk about food. Then maybe we need to talk about like fitness and being healthier. Dance. Uh, well, you know what? To to do that, you gotta get to a certain level first. That way, the the drop is really dramatic when you see it. So I know it's gonna be like, like the biggest loser. Yeah. Have you heard like that Nate Bergazzi, uh skit? Where he says, uh, you know how they always have, have the before and after? He's like, mm-hmm. what is the before guy doing? Because I'd be okay with that. I know. <laughs> I just want to get to, them, to yeah. him. That's what already that good. Guy's, what, 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 what is, is that guy's regimen? Yeah. What is his diet? <laughs> um, that is funny. Yeah. Yeah. I am not a, I'm not the before guy. I'm like, he's a candidate for bariatric surgery. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anyways, speaking of um, not having restrained 
in your diet. Thanksgiving is upon us. Um, yeah. And this is going to be my first Thanksgiving as an American citizen. So mm. we are not pulling any punches. We are having a proper Thanksgiving feast. Thank you to oh, my nice. lovely wife for Sweet. putting that together. Um, you probably heard in the podcast before that I have said that I don't like Thanksgiving food. But um, now that I'm an American citizen, I feel like it is my duty as a fellow citizen to um, give it a good try. Um, so, yeah, and I had to brush up on history because my six-year-old asked me, like, why do we celebrate Thanksgiving? And I'm like, that's a very good question. Mm -hmm. I should know this. I'm like, I just know that there were some pilgrims and some native americans and the pilgrims didn't know how to live in massachusetts in the winter and they shared food because they were dying of hunger something along those lines you know mm -hmm. um details tbd but yeah um did, did, did you know a lot about thanksgiving before i mean no. you you celebrated thanksgiving with carolina the time that you've been married, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, Thanksgiving was a big deal for us growing up, but not because of the holiday itself. My mom just loved the the excuse of cooking a turkey. She always <laughs> cooked the best turkey. I think I mentioned it in the podcast before. Um, so we we just grew up with the tradition of that's a one of the family meals, you know. So it was that, a borrowed tradition in Nogales, then. Yes. Cultural appropriation at its <laughs> best. <laughs> Take so, that. <laughs> yeah. So my mom, that was my mom's holiday, right? It, it still is. And, uh, but now that everybody's like my brother moved away to Michigan and I'm over here. So it's not easy to get, to get everybody, everybody together. together. But th yeah. when we were all like close by, that was the one holiday that she said, I don't care what you guys doing for New Year's or for Christmas. I want everybody here on, on Thanksgiving. Really? That was the one that she had. Yeah, isn't that weird? Well, I think because it's easier for people to go in November than to go on Christmas or New Year's, you know? It's well, a, I mean, you're not going to have a competition. Like if you're Mexican and you, like I have one of my tias that celebrates Thanksgiving just because one of my cousin's birthday is November 26th. So they take that as an excuse, mm. um, but that's different. It's kind of like a birthday party disguised as Thanksgiving dinner. Mm -hmm. um, but interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So um, this week we're going to talk about Thanksgiving. Not the, the actual holiday, but the act of Thanksgiving. And we also haven't talked about Blessed Solanus Casey in a while, so Gustav and I thought that it would it was time to to bring him up in in one of the topics for the podcast. And um, thankfulness is a great part of his spirituality. Um, I mean, one of his greatest and most memorable uh, phrases is "Thank God ahead of time." Um, so we figured we would feature some quotes from him. Um, so that you, our listener, can reflect on this uh, throughout this week, weekend, and, and in the future, obviously. 
So uh, for those that don't know who Blessed Celeste Casey is, we have a playlist in YouTube of all the episodes that we've done about him. So you can go check that one out so you can catch up, push play, I mean, push pause on this one, go listen to those and then come back. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, one of the, the, the quotes that I uh, found of, of him talking about uh, Thanksgiving is that Um, he said that gratitude is the first sign of a thinking, rational creature. Ingratitude leads to so many breaks with God and our neighbor. Um, and there's like a lot to that phrase mm-hmm. because it, when you think about being a thinking rational creature but that is something that people aspire to be you know you, uh, someone who is like you know like a critical thinker someone who is rational is it's it's a sign of a good character mm-hmm. you know someone who is able to think a lot of people don't even try to think um so if we consider that sin clouds the intellect, then it follows that someone who is in sin can be ungrateful and irrational. And someone who is in the state of grace has the capacity to um, be more rational and by that means being more grateful. Yeah. Thoughts on that so far? No, it, totally. I mean, it, it. that's what separates us from the animals, right? I mean, that we're mm-hmm. thinking rational creatures. Um, and uh, yeah, to have gratitude on everyday things. And I I enjoy the overall theme of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And I hope it doesn't go the way of the dodo bird, you know, in terms of like people really using it for what it is, you know, to really give thanks, but give thanks to whom? Yeah. You know, that's a good point. You know, as, as, uh, believers and as followers of Christ, we know who we're being thankful to. You know, when we wake up in the morning, when we offer our day, when we thank God for the good night's sleep, uh, and look forward to our day, we're, we already are putting ourselves within that disposition of something greater than ourselves. In this case, obviously the almighty, but secular people celebrate Thanksgiving as well. You know, I need, I think they give thanks for different things, but um, just, just have a grateful heart, no matter who you are, I think goes, goes a long way because it just allows you to appreciate and not think, take things for granted, which is, pretty common nowadays i think yeah i would say that some secular people take thanksgiving as a <clears throat> what is that seinfeld uh, made up uh holiday festivus, festivus. Uh-huh. where it's just you just air your grievances because um, <laughs> you know at least from the movies that i watch thanksgiving is yeah. the day where everybody fights in the family and that you know there's a reason why they put the election right before thanksgiving right Wait, why? No, I'm I'm kidding. But oh, okay. There's a there's gotta be some correlation there. It's like let's do this 
because then they're going to fight about it in about three weeks. Oh, <laughs> that is evil. I never knew why November is election month in the U.S. It's, in Mexico, it's like July or something July, like that. July, yeah, the first of July, I think. you go vote on a Sunday. It's, anyway. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is. Never vote in Mexico, by the way. Never vote. Really? No. Never voted in Mexico. Well, did never mind. So we're we're going to deviate into politics. And I want to go on that tangent. Let's let's keep it on the rails. Um, so we're talking about gratitude is the first sign of a thinking rational creature. Um, but how many times? Well, I said in this. Maybe I'm just talking about personal experience, but maybe someone can identify with this. Uh, have you ever had days when you uh, are bothered by everything? Like you're in a bad mood. You're only thinking about yourself. You're only being selfish. Um, you you just want to do things that you want to do, not necessarily things that you ought to do or need to do. I think that that's probably the best time to practice um, gratitude. I mean, it makes sense right now when I'm seeing it, like analyzing all of these things that being the opposite of being selfless, being a, a, a commodity selfish. Egoista, selfish, selfish. Thank you. Uh-huh. Um, this, this creates um, breaks with others, right? Like if, I am not able to be selfless to empty myself as a father, as a husband, to my children, to my wife. That creates cracks in the relationship, breaks in the relationship. Um, but obviously, mending those breaks is what makes us stronger. So we need to be good with God and with neighbor. And, you know, for the best part of my married life my prayer has been thank you lord for my wife thank you lord for my children mm-hmm. um i'm very thankful that i'm not in the dating game anymore yep. have you ever seen like people on dates like the and i love to to watch people at restaurants or at bars and guess if they are on mm-hmm. a first day or not i'm like Thank God we're not doing that. <laughs> you know, it comes with their advantages, but also they're gonna you're gonna have good days, bad days, but you need to take them all together and be thankful for that. Oh, I'm so um, thankful, I'm so grateful to be married. <laughs> it's just the best. You know. Yeah. For those that are single and considering married life is it's it's full of joy and it's full of challenges. Mm-hmm. Remember that if God chooses marriage as your plan for salvation, it's going to prune you, you know. There's it's a lot like of pruning. Yep. The, the grain of wheat, wheat that needs yeah. to be crushed in order yeah. to become bread. So, Sifted. Yeah, the, the grape that needs to be squashed yeah. to, in order to become wine. So, Look at I, you with all your analogies. Uh, dude, I've been, I've been praying with those images for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been thinking about them. It's praying is like falling asleep while trying to pray is like what I'm really doing. But, you know, let's be real. Let's be real. Um, 
Should we move on to the next one? Do you have more on that? No, I was gonna. I was gonna say something at that point. Yes, when so sort of despair hits you sometimes. Uh-huh. Yeah, gratitude is the best way to get out of it, um, because then that that really releases you from that responsibility of you having to own everything, right? Yeah, and and you put it in somebody else's hands. Because um, when you're grateful for something to someone then you're dependent on that, that, that someone is giving you, right? So as simple as waking up and say, thank you, God, for the air in my lungs. Thank you for allowing me to get up on my own strength. You know, that's kind of what I say in the morning, because one day I won't have it. You know, one day I won't have that, that capacity, physical capability to do that. So thank you for me allowing you to do it now. And yes, thank you for, my family, my children, my wife, for their health, for our house, for whatever goods that we have that allow us to be present and here together with you. Um, all that is very challenging to, to, to bring to front of mind when, yes, when you're feeling very selfish and feeling like you're not being tended to and you know, and, and your needs aren't being met and in yeah. the way your your mind would want, you know. So it's like you're not comfortable or you're stressed at work. You it's, haven't slept well. You haven't slept, you know, because your you're kids, tired. your baby yeah. got sick or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, it's it's a really great exercise to practice um to just being thankful. Um some one one time uh, a priest gave me that as a penance. It's like take each member of your family and find two things that you're thankful for them. Or was it Father Keneally? Uh, no, it was a different priest. Oh, Father Keneally yeah. does that quite a bit. Yeah. For penance. <laughs> Do you think they give priests like, like, uh, they prompts? share notes? Yeah, they give you prompts at the at seminary. It's like, you can do this, you can do that, you can do that. That's actually a very good question. I don't know. It's like, mm-hmm. They have to have like a table of like if this sin, this penance, yeah. this other sin, this other penance. Just go down the line. No, Tyler was like, "What was your penance? Like a, a rosary, a whole rosary for Kitty Histe." It's kind of a game that Diana and I have. It's like, "What was your penance?" It's like two our fathers. I'm like, oh, okay, and yours? I'm like, I don't want to say. Let's just Psalm fifty nine. I, I know Psalm fifty one. <laughs> Um, which, which one is Psalm 59? No, I just threw it out. I don't know. Him by oh, okay. Yet. I just, Psalm 51 is kind of a classic for mm. penance. Um, something about God making, if your sins are like red as scarlet, he will make you snow white. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be dopey. Or, ah, or, the, snow or the litany of humility. I've gone that oh, one dude, more than once. On. Yeah. That's like, just. Yeah, that's that's you know that you need it when you mm-hmm. get that. That's the medicine. Yep. That's the remedy. All right, moving on. Um, there's a poem that Blessed Salas Casey composed, and one of the lines of the poem says, "It's heaven begun for the grateful on earth." Um, and I thought that this was such a beautiful thought. Because, um, well, I think you and I have had 
this conversation, maybe I've had this conversation with several other Catholic men about um, the kingdom of God, this image of like, what is it, what is the kingdom of God? And, and because we say thy kingdom come and there's also building the kingdom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we have, well, I have this idea. Let me run it by you and see what you think. We have the the, the church church triumphant in heaven. They already ran the race, and they're saints. They're they're in the presence of God. They're experiencing the beatific vision. Mm-hmm. We have the um, purgatory, the the church. I forgot the name. Someone is shouting at their phone right now. Um, you're gonna ask uh, the internets. Yes. Uh, well, let's just say church triumphant in heaven, church something something in purgatory then we are the church militant Militant. here on earth um so all three of those uh levels i guess we can simplify it and call it like that some theologian might be screaming right now but um we are got a lot of theologians that listen to the episode for their know-how yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) we don't know like maybe it's like, a ver que están diciendo estos babosos. Um, <laughs> maybe they're trying to see that we're not heretics. Hopefully we're not Hopefully saying we're anything not. that is erroneous. Jury's still if, out. Yes. If you are a theologian or someone that knows more than us, we are. We always welcome feedback and we will say when we are wrong. However. Leave a review. Tell us. I know. The point <laughs> that I was trying to make is that we are all building the kingdom of God, right? And the... Uh, and we can do that as church militant here on earth. Mm-hmm. So the kingdom of God is not just in heaven. It can also begin here on earth. And I think there's been several different saints um, that have talked about um, starting heaven here on earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, let me t- did I put that in the show notes? Um, oh gosh, I think it was St. Augustine or someone that said uh, something to that extent. Um, but be- the idea of beginning our um, stay in heaven, so to speak, while we are still living here in what it is, our ship uh, to get to heaven, that, I think that's very good news mm-hmm. that, that you can do that. Um and, and, you know, Solanus is giving us a hint of what we can do in order to accomplish that, which is Gratitude. being grateful mm-hmm. on earth. So like you were saying, you, you have a roof on your head, you have clothes to wear, you have food to eat, you have a job, you have all of your limbs, you mm-hmm. can move here, see all of these things are worth being grateful for every single day. Um, speaking of reconciliation that we were talking about earlier, um, one of my favorite things, or the, one of the things that I've learned ever since I've been going to confession here in the U.S., when the priest uh, says uh, the first part of Psalm uh, 136.1, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Mm-hmm. And if you know, the reply to that would be his mercy endures forever. Um, I, I feel like that's like a like a little quiz the priest throws at you at the end of confession. It's like, let's see if this guy knows his stuff. It's like, 
give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His mercy endures forever. Uh, if you don't respond, it's like, uh, oh, yes, okay. let's let's do that. Like, oh, All right, let me grab the small book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good to know what we're working with here. Well, and uh, add to your penance, uh, Psalm 136. One. Uh, okay. Um, do you have any thoughts on that? No, let's move on on that. Okay. So, obviously, we need to talk about the Eucharist uh, because the... That's what it means. The Greek word uh, that where it comes from is Eucharistia. Uh, surely enough, it's in Spanish, we were just lazy, and I guess, let's just copy the Greek word. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Eucharistia, um, which means... That's a nice ring to it. Yeah, let's keep that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's funny because um, my mom, she's in the Holy Land right now uh, on a pilgrimage. And uh, I noticed just now that she doesn't call the Mass Mass. It's like, oh, we are preparing ourselves for the Eucharist. And I'm like, that could be ador adoration as well. But, mm -hmm. you know, I know what she means. But, but it, I thought that it was interesting that... <laughs> I've never heard someone else ex except my mom to refer to mass uh, as the the Eucharist. Oh, uh, nice. That's interesting. Which is, you know, it's correct, right? Mm -hmm. It's what ha it's what happens uh, in the mass, the celebration of the of the Eucharist. But anyways, tidbit, and mm -hmm. uh, hopefully she brings some souvenirs. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the podcast guys and she doesn't speak English it's fine don't worry about it so the Catechism of the Catholic Church paragraph 1328 says um, that it is called Eucharist because it is an action of thanksgiving to God so I feel like we don't talk about the Eucharist as much on this podcast because we give it for granted we give for granted um in our faith, but we we know this the source and summit of the faith, right? Mm -hmm. But there might be some people that don't know, right? Um, so if this is a source and summit of our faith, and it's an act, uh, an action of thanksgiving to God, it's a big deal, right? So um, we need to be more cognizant of that. I personally am, um, I, I, I feel like I'm very familiar with, with God. Like when I go to adoration, I thank him for disguising himself in the appearance of bread. So I'll, we are not afraid to approach him. Mm. But you still have to recognize that it is the same Jesus that brought Lazarus back from the dead and did all the miracles and died on the cross and was resurrected and created the universe. Like this is that same God. So it's it's not something to be approached lightly. Um and and I think that we can be guilty of being too familiar with with jesus with god 
like he is like our uncle, you know, the, mm. sitting on the couch and we're just like, hey, how's it going? Um, yeah. And, and uh, treat him with the respect that he deserves with like, you know, the, he's our creator. So, yeah, I, I have a story. I don't know if I told it on the podcast before. Um, it's we're 90 episodes in, man. I forgot if we if we had talked about certain things or not. So if we re if we if you repeat stories, like not everyone has listened yeah. to all of them. And second of all, I don't think that they will remember. So repeat the story. Yeah. So when we when we went into lockdown for COVID, that mass stopped and everything. Well, we we continued having uh, watching the mass at home. We couldn't mm -hmm. receive the Eucharist, obviously for I don't know how many weeks it was. But it felt like forever. But that yeah. first Sunday that we were at home, uh, that we were watching Mass on TV, when communion came up, that time of communion came up, I started crying. Hmm. It was like, it caught me by surprise how much I wanted to receive communion. You know? Because yeah. you, I, I, I didn't have it. You know, and it's one of those things, like you said, sometimes we take it for granted. Sometimes it's just kind of like you go with emotions. It's It becomes something more of a thing that you do instead yes. of being fully present with Jesus and have him give you that honor of receiving him, you know, and him coming to you, him coming to you, you know, body, soul. Uh, blood, and blood and divinity and and it was amazing when we were able to receive it again it was we, we watched mass on TV and then they said you can go get communion at your local parish mm -hmm. and we did that and again I was just like crying works. And, and, and as I was in, in line approaching i was just like in awe i was over overwhelmed and it was the most beautiful thing and it's it's about again that gratefulness and i love the the prayer of st thomas aquinas for after communion i don't know if you are familiar with it it's quite um, long it's quite long but it's so beautiful i don't it's know a... it by heart but I come, I I come to the found, and then something I come to the light. This has a lot of allegories for. It's it's so beautiful. Um, or maybe the one is prior to mass, but I, I know what you're talking about. And I, whenever that's available, I I pray it after communion, because it just it, it talks about me as an unworthy servant. Mm -hmm. And and you, God, making me part of your banquet, essentially, you know, and have this not be an offense to you, but like uh, um, the culmination of everything that is good, basically, right? I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Yeah, something um, that it gets us closer to our destination, which is heaven. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, Aquinas just has this, obviously, way with words. Mm -hmm. But uh, he he just didn't waste words. You know what I mean? Every word is so intentional in that prayer and in every one of his yeah. prayers. But and hymns. The, and hymns. 
but it, the the gratefulness in that that you're like who am i you know that my lord should come to me oh man i know, you know? yeah that's echoes elizabeth right in the visitation mm -hmm. um i have this other uh quote from saint paul uh on his first letter to the thessalonians um which is something that i i'm saying this as much for myself as for everyone that is listening rejoice always pray without ceasing in all circumstances give thanks for this is the will of god for you in christ jesus and i think that's something that i want to have more of um mm. th that rejoicing and but says not don't don't rejoice like three times a week it's like you know always <laughs> rejoice always so you look at your schedule and you're going to see tomorrow rejoice next day rejoice it's, it's till the end of uh your time here and pray without ceasing same thing um but in all circumstances give thanks to god um for yeah. is the will of god and i would even go to the extremist to thank lord for our hardships and our trials yeah Because there's gonna there's fruit that is gonna come out of it that we are not able to see what he is going to do with that. Yeah, you know, we're not able that. to do what he's going to do with the hurt. He's he, we don't know what he's going to do with with what we are experiencing or feeling right now. Um, because, well, at least me personally. You get your like, like you get your nose so close to what you're experiencing right now that you cannot step back and see the the big picture. Like, if this little thing that I am concerned about right now will it be important five years, mm -hmm. in, in ten years, in twenty years, in fifty years? Probably not. So mm -hmm. probably let it go and move on. Um, I've been reflecting a lot about. Um, the 10 years that I've been here in the U S and how incredible it is and how thankful I am that a country that I thought was not Christian anymore. I mean, you can debate that the U S is not Christian anymore, but <laughs> is where I have grown the most spiritually. Mm -hmm. That was, I was not having this kind of growth spiritually in Mexico. Like I had to come to the US in order to experience this, which God's will, right? His mm -hmm. plan for salvation brought me here. Mm -hmm. So I could be in a community where I learned more about him and I learned more how to love him. And then I met all these people, not by coincidence, then I met you and then we started this, this podcast and, you know, Mm -hmm. there are no coincidences no and everything is part of my plan for for salvation just as you know this is well in this particular scenario of the podcast that, mm -hmm. that we're doing together and hopefully people that are that are listening um no but it is good to just uh in retrospect you know go and see everything good and everything bad too you know everything like you yeah. said those are stepping stones that um god gives us to to make something better out of it 
that's sometimes easier said than done and it and it requires a lot of oh, absolutely character to to really uh step up to the plate when when something big and real happens but i mean that's where the church comes in right that's where our faith really can help us uh by staying close to the sacraments by staying close uh to our community by growing with our family and with our friends in faith that way we are better prepared to live joyfully and rejoice like saint paul said right um it's it's always again when when i feel myself sliding away from my prayer that's when god gives me the most opportunities for for it you know for for to come back to him in in prayer and to come back to him in 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 gratitude um and and yeah it is really good to to just look back because we we tend to as as humans we just want to look to the future you know we're always like ah oh, what am i going to do tomorrow oh i hope i land this job oh i hope i make this money oh i hope i get this 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 and that mm -hmm. it's it's more of a future focused mentality that we have And that I think robs us from being present now and from reflecting on everything that's good that got us to where we are. Like you were just going down memory lane, right? It's like what brought yeah. you here? Uh, uh, God's providence, right? And, and, and his plan for, for your life and for mine. So it is really good to think back and it's like, I'm so happy to be here and thank you. Lord, you know, for allowing me to live all those different experiences that got me to where I am. Um, and that, again, I think gets you in a better state of mind and your soul prepared to face whatever comes, whether that's a good thing, mm -hmm. whether that's a blessing, you know. But if you have that, like Solana said, you know, that gratefulness of heart, anything that comes will be dealt with the same way. And it's really amazing to think about Solana as having this depth, you know, because if you think about, if you've listened to our episodes on him, he wasn't like the most intellectually capable person. You know, he okay, was, I would debate that. I know, statement. I know you would, but that's how he was right. painted initially, right? Okay, for those that, that haven't listened to the episodes, not gonna go to listen. So the, the Solanas went to seminary to a seminary where classes were taught in Latin and German, which he didn't speak. So if you are going to see, it like, oh, you're gonna ask a fish to climb a tree, and it's like, oh, this, this dumb fish cannot climb trees. Um, is the wrong metric, right? So we don't know. Like, if he had gone to a seminary that was all classes in English, maybe he would have excelled. But you know, we'll C ask correct. him when we're on the other side yeah. of the veil. From, from Anyways, what I remember is the fact that it wasn't catching on either. True, know? but still, he the, the man was a mystic, right? He was. That's what we can totally agree was. on. And having those experiences of ecstasy in front of, of the blessed sacrament just having his his arms extended yeah. um and and always being uh, asking in faith 
for a favor from God, but also thanking him ahead of time to put God on the spot. That's one yeah. of my favorite things. I about know. <laughs> and he emptied himself out too. You know, he was just filled with God. That's what yes. I was trying to get to. You know, he just, he just gave everything else up and, and just, he filled all those vo voids with God. Hence why we have him like on the docket to, to become a saint here pretty soon, hopefully. Mm -hmm. So in the meanwhile, um, go to Salinas for intercession. Be grateful. Um, you can even pray the litany of gratitude. Uh, you can find it online if, if you search for that. Um, some some ideas that you can do, uh, practical ideas that you can do today. Uh, keeping a gratitude journal, making it part of your exam. Uh, tell people you, you're grateful for their existence. Tell your your kids, your your wife, your your husband that you're grateful for them, um, and start living at the eternal today. You know, and don't just wait for Thanksgiving to do it either. Right? Yeah, we're just taking this as an excuse, but mm -hmm. you can apply this for everyday living. Mm -hmm. And we are thankful for you all who are listening. Um, know that we are praying for you, and uh, we ask you for your prayers as well, uh, that we may all grow closer to our Lord. Um, we are thankful for this uh, ministry. To have the opportunity to share um, the breadcrumbs that we have found to tell you where we have gotten bread um, and hopefully this is something that you enjoy and helps you on your walk of faith yeah closing comments Gustavo no Take it's it just it's just I'm thankful for you you know I'm thankful for your uh, friendship and your um, everything that that you bring as a father, as a husband. Um, it, it, it's a lot that I've been learning um, as part of this podcast. And it's just pretty incredible. You know, it's like 90 episodes in and I know definitely. You mentioned it earlier and I was like, 90 yeah. episodes. Dang, we've been doing yeah, this for and, a while. And I'm just very uh, grateful for, for the experience, you know, and, and yes, it's been, uh, challenging at times but it's also been very very gratifying but um so don't overeat um have some good food uh, <laughs> see, and... with everything in moderation including moderation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but yes um and then you know save us some turkey for tortas Ooh, the next day dude <laughs> the the best part is that recalentado I would say. No I doubt. I am thankful for Recalentado. No doubt. No. Um, all right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Hopefully you got something out of this episode. If you did, uh, consider liking this video or subscribing to the podcast if you have it. Rating and reviewing also helps a lot. And um, if you want to know more about um, what we do uh, on the podcast, you can go to direct.me forward slash barbatus for more information. And uh, if you want to buy us a coffee, now that in Phoenix is getting a little bit chilly, you can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash barbatus. We would greatly appreciate any coffees you might send our way. Uh, happy Thanksgiving and blessings to Lance Casey. Pray for Pray us. Pray for us. Until the next time. <laughs>
That was a turkey in Spanish, by the way. 